hey guys, don't forget January the 11th. If you haven't heard, at 1 p.m. at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte Student Union Movie Theater, Cheap Seat Reviews live. We'll be live streaming as well as posting on YouTube. For more information, go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. And now a word from our sponsors. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. With over 150,000 titles to choose from for, for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, MP3 player, or any other device that you choose necessary. Hi, y'all. Hey, Alihupa. Hey, guys. We're going on a national bikini tour, and we're looking for two oil boys who can grease us up before each competition. You are in luck. There's a town about three miles that way. I'm sure you'll find a couple guys there. What's up? And thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 46, and today we are talking about Dumb and Dumber. That's right. We are finally doing it. We finally watched it. DVDs were, were sent to us, and we didn't need to watch them because five minutes later, it was on Netflix. So thank you, Billy. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, Netflix. For, uh, yeah, thanks, Billy and Netflix. Um, yes. And, and everybody else who requested. And yeah, the oh, other, I think, yes. four or five people that requested us do this movie. So, there we go. Dumb and Dumber, we have done it. Um, <laughs> that's am, it, folks. Thanks. And, have and that's right. it. Have a great night. Uh, it was both Dumb and Dumber. Okay. No, I am Sean Allred. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pardon me. I got a little, uh, little thing happening here. So, uh, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Chad. What if he shot you in the face? Evans? Always, <laughs> yes. always a uh, a a fear of mine, um, you know, going undercover. Right? Did, did it, that that bulletproof vest wasn't even on him very well. <laughs> I mean, his whole right side of his body was very uh, very exposed in that uh, in that no. bulletproof vest. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Cornelius, stupid hot peppers on your burger, Logan. <laughs> I was, I was glad you didn't go with the uh, spitaloogie in your burger. No, that was gross. I, I appreciate um, it. Thanks, boss. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, or <laughs> awful, I really should say. Not awesome. Awful. And, um, and Everything is awful. Yeah, really. Especially in that scene. Because um, nothing looked appetizing in that restaurant. No, it didn't. Uh, Did not. Especially not sea bass. And um, Sam is the most annoying noise vector. That's not very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now, let, let play for the record. I did not do that, and nor did I capture that moment in the movie. I actually tried not to capture what were kind of what we would be known as the the moments of the movie. You know, like we all know the movie for when he says that stupid phrase, like "I like it a lot." I, I know, didn't. I, know. I didn't capture that. Okay, I wanted. Oh. To, I wanted to do some of the other kind of what I thought were either clever or just moments that actually kind of took me off guard. Uh, That's actually probably a good idea because this is an infinitely quotable movie, and it, I'm sure really anybody is, yes. who's listening to this has probably seen this even before we mentioned it. I'm sure they have. 
Um, so, so spoiler yeah. alert, they all die. Yeah, everybody and it, dies. And we've mentioned before, it's really hard to talk about comedies in our setting because, you know, we, we deal with a lot of tropes and there's a lot of them in these types of movies. But they're oh there on gosh. but they're there on purpose. Yep. You know, yep. like they're for, they're a forced trope. Yeah. You know, they they're they're making us relive it or making us go through those types of things. Yeah. Right. We're all having to drink trope can here. Yeah. Oh huge, big fat mm. uh can mm. of it. <clears throat> Ah, so 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 yeah, yeah. So let's pull up a big fat comfy chair and dive into this to this movie. So for the one sure. percent uh, of you who have no idea what this movie is and have yet to go see it, um, Catherine was was kind enough to say uh, some record uh, some words. Dumb and dumber. A pair of deliriously dim-witted pals go on a madcap cross-country road trip to return a briefcase full of cash to its rightful owner. Hey, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> oh, sorry, it didn't queue up. And <laughs> I'm gonna kill you both one day. Yeah, no. sorry. I love it. I thought that would be the funniest thing. To, I to I, I love IMDb's description of this movie. It's literally like a line and a half. Yeah. Of, of this thing. Yeah, the cross country adventures of two good hearted but incredibly stupid Probably friends. Stupid friends. <laughs> That's it. They're not even that good hearted. They did some pretty awful things. Yeah, they, they killed did. like mm-hmm. they killed He's... a bird. They killed a person. Um, they didn't kill the bird. Yeah, he, he, he killed the he... bird to back together. Well, that's awful too. But he, they killed an owl. They yeah, killed, like, but not on purpose. It wasn't like he was aiming the champagne at the owl. But he's a pro. These guys are but, pros. Guys, but yeah, speaking of birds, he did sell a dead bird to to a blind kid. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, you're so right. So I would put that in the realm of uh, maybe a little mean. They're they're kind of well, not they. Uh, Jim Carrey's character is he, he's basically the dumb version of what he the character would be in the Cable Guy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, he asphyxiates on her real fast, and yep. his whole mission is to get back and be with her. Like, that's pretty much what the cable guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, is, is asphyxiate? Is that the right word to use? In that uh, not a, not asphyxiate. <laughs> no, that's that's a bad thing. That's, a, uh, that's when you lose oxygen. It's a little legal. Yeah, uh, you lose oxygen and die. Um, <laughs> what's the word I'm trying to say? Um, uh, fixes? Uh, 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 fix, fixate. 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 Yeah, I just added extra too many syllables. <laughs> asphyxiate. Man, that was. What were you trying to choke people, Sean? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to, but, you know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, I actually did, Corny was also toying with the idea of doing um, uh, rat poison um, tones, but I didn't oh. want to. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so Dumb and Dumber, um, this movie, um, I, I, I kind of have a feeling that people are expecting me to come on here and just rip this movie because I kind of didn't want to do it. And then like, like I was kind of forced to do it. And so people were going to like, Sean's going to get in here and be all like, I don't like this movie. You know, um, and I'm not going to do that because I kind of had a good time with it, but my brain just kept yelling at me saying these scenarios aren't funny. Um, because they're kind of awful and and uh, and it's like I'm looking at this going how how are these functioning members of society <laughs> and then my brain tells me wait a minute there are actual people who are functioning members of society who vote and that are actually like this mm-hmm. 
like yeah. like the uh, the line where he's like, "Oh my God, we landed on the moon. That's awesome!" <laughs> like there are people like that now. So okay. so that actually so part of the movie made me laugh, and another part made me sad for completely uh, for actually for the same reasons. Um, so anyway, there you go. Start Jim Carrey, <laughs> Jeff Daniels, Lauren Holly, and then a bunch of other people I don't really care about. Uh, except for Terry Gar, she's kind of funny. And this guy's name is Charles Rocket, and that's a cool name. That's actually a pretty badass name. Yeah, yeah he was the uh, he was the bad guy, the the turncoat. Oh, he died at age fifty six. That's so freaking young. Did he have a stomach ulcer? He no, it wasn't him. Mm. Oh. Uh, no, he was the guy that um he 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 shot was his face in the chest twice. That guy. Oh, the okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so his 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 stage name is Charles Rocket, but his real name is Charles Adams Clavier. Clavier? Clavier. I don't know. Clavier. He's from Maine. Who knows? Yeah, those He was weirdos. in Hocus Pocus. Uh, he was the dad from Hocus Pocus. Holy crap. Well, look at that. There you go. Anyway. Uh yeah, this was. was a yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, I was just agreeing with you. Oh, good. This was a Fairly Brothers, um, no, Farley, uh, Farley, Fairly, Fairly. Is it Farley or Fairly? Farley. I always thought it was Farley. Fairly. I, I think it's Fairly. 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 Well, there's uh, there's another e, so far really, far really far. Okay. Okay. Um, and they do well. They do funny things, like much uh, so much to do about nothing. No. Something about Mary and me, myself, and Irene and Shallow How formed, filmed in North Carolina, um, and Dumb and Dumber Two and The Three Stooges and Hall Pass. So that's what they do. They do kind of ridiculous comedies, and that's yeah. They've, they've kind of gone downhill too. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, I think The Ringer was uh, an offense to most people. Um, at least I was anyway. Also, okay. Shallow Howl was pretty, uh, yeah, it was kind of dumb, bad. but you know, whatever. Um, so there you go. So, Victoria Rowell, also known as Athletic Beauty, <laughs> that was that's literally her name. That's great. Mm. I don't know what she was in, what she was, but she is kind of pretty anyway. Um, so yeah, so 1994, <clears throat> how does that make you feel, Sam, that this came out the same year as Jurassic Park? Yeah, it was a good year for movies. It actually was a good year for movies. Um, not as good as uh, 80... Uh, not 84. 84. But still but... pretty freaking good, because there's a lot of other really good films, um, and of which se- several Jim Carrey was in. Uh, and there's actually a lot of really good trivia. Oh, yeah. This yeah, I want to do that, too. And so I'm going to talk a lot about the trivia, so I'll we'll shorten some of the other parts of the, 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 the episode, because the trivia is actually really good, um, which, uh, which is actually kind of rare. So... <laughs> to do to do the thing that I'm supposed to do here because my script says so, uh, Chad, had you seen it before? Initial impressions, go. Um, I remember going to see this in the movie theater when it came out, and I, at the time I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Of course, I was ten, right? <laughs> um, and I didn't get a lot of the jokes. Um, going back and watching it through with, you know, a clean set of eyes, you know, I did, you know, I got a lot more of the jokes and was able to pause it and, and actually read some of the, like the, the, the scene where they go to the, to the motel, you know, um, hourly rates available, triple X stuff, triple X films. 
and that I knew what that was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just some honeymoon honeymoon place. Um, that was a little I, weird hot tub, wasn't it? It was a little <laughs> weird hot tub. <laughs> two grown but men. I didn't take you back in time. Oh. oh, but two grown men who were probably naked in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bubbles were barely covering there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was probably <laughs> yeah, it was but, probably um, designed that way. True. Jim Carrey's like, hey, pour some of the water out. I want to make sure that people can almost see my kibbles and bits. Yeah. <laughs> and bits and bits and bits. Yeah, but uh, overall, you know, I. When it when it when the first music hit, and you know I was thinking like this is not going to hold up well, and you know it it, it is it, it's dated and you can tell that it's dated, um, but uh, still you know if you turn your brain off you know you can have a good time with it, and you know laugh and you know because there's nothing else to do. Right, I mean that's the whole point. Again, <laughs> yeah, uh, corny. <laughs> Oh gosh, um, gosh, it's, it's been easily 15 years since I've seen this movie. And, uh, I, I remember kind of laughing at it then and, you know, still young, didn't really quite get jokes just like Chad. And, uh, kind of looking at this going, I'm, I'm excited to watch it again. And, um, having, you know, having known what this movie is going to be, I did turn my brain off very early in the movie and I had a freaking fantastic times uh i uh i laughed i laughed and i I laughed some more and then i got done with the movie i kept laughing so uh i had a great time and um if you haven't seen this lately please go see it again it will it will make your day all right and sam yeah i'm right there with you corny um of course i was you know this is jurassic park same year great year uh, for movies but i went and saw it in the theater uh, we got addicted to it at the house. We had it on, on VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, every single way to have it. You know, it's this on our iPads Betamax. now, digital. Uh, <laughs> we've got it on a laser disc. Yeah, we've, we have this Chisel. movie. And uh, it, it, it has been a little while since I've seen it. But, my God, I was I was watching this and had to control myself from laughing too loud um, because I was watching some of it at work. And uh, it was just... It's funny. You know, it's, it's, you know, I, I guess you have to put these different comedies into different classifications because we've done a few other comedies. Um, you know, Ghostbusters, what else have we done on, on Cheap Seat? Uh, Beverly Hills um, Cop, would that constitute? A Beverly Hills Cop is yeah. another type of comedy. Drinking but Buddies did, was supposed to be. Uh, we won't go there. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But this is one of those absolutely turn off your brain and just laugh at the situation that these people are in. Um, it kind of harkens back in my mind to some of the old fashioned Laurel and Hardy, uh, you know, just, just slap happy physical comedy that, that just, I, I think know, you went almost, and saw in the movie theater as a kid. <laughs> it's, it's almost timeless. And, uh, I, I still love this movie and it still makes me laugh even thinking about some of those scenes. So it's fantastic. And, and I really can't wait to, to see what else you guys uh, have to talk about. Good. All right. So this is the first time I actually sat down and watched the movie all the way through. Really? Uh, I never, wow. I never saw it when it came out. I uh, just missed it. Um, again, like you said, 94, I mean, I was 12. So like, I didn't, 
I just didn't care or I didn't know about it. Or my parents said, no, you can't go. I, whatever the reason Aww. was, uh, I didn't see it. So it was on, you know, it was on TBS for every fifth weekend, yeah. uh, from like, you know, 98 to 2004. <laughs> so I saw a lot of like the ending I've seen, you know, the, the bathroom gag I've seen like 12 times, but I've yeah. never actually seen it from beginning to end, uh, to know how it's pretty disturbing, isn't it? Oh God. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> The, the foley work on that was amazing. Like I can't imagine like like what the guys did to that. Like okay guys, we're gonna we got we got a we got a gallon of iced tea, and we're gonna put some you know something else in it to yeah. pour into this bucket and record it. You know? And we got Larry over there who just had Mexican, so we're gonna go in the bathroom and record him too. You know, <laughs> that sounds awesome. I want yeah, that. Job. Oh my goodness. Um, and I've done foley work, but. Not like that. Yeesh. Yeah. Uh, that sounds awful. So, um, uh, I, I, however, uh, I did I did not turn off my brain because uh, part because I have to take show notes and record things. So I, <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to stay as engaged as I can, and I had a good time. This is I'm not here yeah. to rip this movie. It was pretty damn funny at, at times. Uh, there are times though, I'm my brain is telling me like, <laughs> forget the fact that 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 these guys are like accidental, like secret agents, which there's another movie about that. There's another movie just like that called, um, it's a Bill Murray movie called, uh, the spy who knew too little. Yeah. It's the same concept. He thinks he's in one of those role playing games, you know, where you pay 300 bucks and bad guys pretend to chase you and you get a fake gun and like all these things. But like he stumbles into like a real life, like, you know, save the world scenario, and but he never thinks he's in danger, so he never has fear, and he ends up saving the world and getting the girl at the end. It's pretty funny, anyway. Yeah. Um, the man who knew too little. I actually recommend that. It's actually really funny. Uh, go watch that. Um, anyway. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so <laughs> so yeah. So I did. I did have a good time with this movie. Um, and I did think, but no. The point I was going to say is, is like, forget the fact that these guys are are so dumb. That they're somehow escaping the 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 bad guys and the police, <clears throat> but like, how are these guys competent enough to even purchase a car? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess or if you own just, an apartment to themselves, right? You know, or just assume that a man with a gun, who, by the way, why he pulled that gun out and held it up into the light to make sure that they saw it? That's the dumbest <laughs> bad guy ever. Um, did you guys notice in this movie that not only were they dumb, but everyone else was really dumb? Too? Everybody. Yeah. Like, everyone yeah. was just dumb. You know, I just, yeah. I, I hope that that's not how the world actually is. <laughs> I mean, he was the worst bad guy ever. I mean, he well, literally, you know what they say, you know, art imitates life, life imitates, imitates art. art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's something to be said there. So, um, I, <laughs> So I had a good time with my show notes, and like I said, I tried to to, um, to record uh, scenes that or moments that were not necessarily what you would. Anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah, um, I, I did think that the the dog car was hilarious, especially <laughs> that you have to kick his leg up to fuel it. I thought that was pretty hysterical. Um, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, what else was going to the point I was going to get to? Um, yeah, so like the fact that, that they both lose their job on the same day and they're like, you got fired again. And then they say the line after that where he's like, 
we've been on this, we've been out in town all day and there are no jobs here. Like they want us to work 40 hours, please. And like, <laughs> like that's a, it's a funny line, but there are people that are actually like that. Oh yeah. Which is painful to think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little side story. I was working for an AV company, uh, and the guy offered me a job in Charleston, full-time job in Charleston, but I had already taken a job in Charlotte uh, with a with a new company, but I was still freelancing with him. So the guy they did offer it to, I was actually helping him on a on a job in um, Raleigh, and he bitched and moaned the entire time. And I'm huh. like, dude, why are you complaining? He goes, do you know how many hours a week I have to work? I'm like, no. He's like, I have to work 50 hours a week. I'm like, yeah, but... You got a job straight out of college and you're making 35, 40 grand. Like, mm-hmm. what are you complaining Jeez. about? Like, and that, like, and, and his boss, um, he came to me and he's like, Hey, what do you, what's your opinion of this guy? I'm like, he's a jerk, man. And, <laughs> um, he didn't last very long for that company, but anyway, um, that's a thing. Anyway, poor guy, you lost him that job. I, I didn't you. lose him his job. It's not my fault. He sucked one and two. Oh. He complained too much. I mean, just. <laughs> Don't suck and don't complain, and you'll keep it's your job. Workplace workplace uh, abuse, right there. Just, that I, needs to go on above a hearth. Uh, <laughs> don't complain, don't suck, and you'll keep your job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that sounds like a good motivational. Poster. Yeah, that should be. Yeah, I'm going to put that up in my room. Yeah, Sam. I think between <laughs> you and me, I think we could probably make that motivational poster. I'll I'll draw oh, yeah. it in in Adobe, and then you'll clip art a different version. And between the two of us, we'll have <laughs> we'll have a motivational poster. Like you know, like how Barney in um, in How I Met Your Mother, he has like fifteen motivational posters. Yeah, there you go. But like half of them are made up, like he created. <laughs> you know, like you got like the teamwork one, whatever. But you have like the awesome one and the I don't know. He's got a bunch of they're not even real. Anyway, I know it sounds like a cat poster, but it's true. <laughs> Sorry, if I can make a, a Lego reference, Lego movie reference, I'm going to. Yes. Um. Anyway, I did. Th- I did like. The- I liked the little gags that they did better yeah. than, you know, like the little like the little like, pomeranian. Like Which... the pomeranian gets the foot long. Like that was funny to me. <laughs> like I liked that gag f- more than Harry being so stupid that he took. Why he took those dogs so far away to get food anyway, uh, and then they open the dog and then open the door and she's mortified because their dogs got puke all over them and. And and ketchup and mustard. Um, I was hoping it was just ketchup and mustard. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I, my my line literally was, "I hope no dogs were harmed in the filming of this scene." <laughs> slash, ha ha, animal cruelty is funny. <laughs> well, let's think about it. They're in the back of a hot, I guess, a hot van, and he's driving like a ridiculous person, and they're only showing us the scenes where they're just sliding back and forth, where clearly they just they they took the vehicle and they just tilted it on one Leaned side it, and yeah. then they slid and they tilted it on the other side and they slid. But when he like took air, like <laughs> it, a human being would be bruised in the back of that vehicle. This little Pomeranian probably bouncing all over the place, you know, it's just, ha animal cruelty is great. Um, and then I wrote Dr. Shepard, director Shepard. I mean, she was from NCIS, Lauren Holly. Um, I mean, her hair is even redder in this than <laughs> that. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, one of my favorite things that she did was she yeah. was the um, the wife in Dragon, a Bruce Lee story. She was Bruce Lee's wife, and she was really hot in that movie. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Did she have red hair? She was, uh, <laughs> she was all hard hair. <laughs> she was all hot. Her hair was red and on fire. Uh, it took you a while there, Tommy. It did. I'm sorry. I appreciate the, the try, though. Uh, I think she was actually blonde in that movie, truth be told. Boo. Uh, but she still. Wow, she's, that was mad deep, man. She was great. Shit. Uh, she was in Any Given Sunday. Uh, she yeah. was uh, that player, that person's wife. Uh, I also love her in Down Periscope. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dragon, Dragon, a Bruce Lee story. She kind of disappeared, though, didn't she? Well, she she did a bunch of garbage. She like she she did Any Given Sunday, and then she was on Chicago Hope for a while. Mm-hmm. And then she was like a friend in What Women Want. Like not even the main girl. She was just like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then she um, did a bunch of like little TV movies and garbage. And then she hopped on NCIS. And she was on that for a while. Uh, and I thought she was actually really good on that. And then, of course, Corny. She's our um, leverage connection. So Yeah, yes. Anyway, one, one one episode, but whatever. She plays a hot lawyer kind of a thing. So an evil, evil, evil lawyer. Yeah, yeah, she is. Anyway, she's basically part cat. I mean, that's just that's, she's part cat. That's uh, weird. That's how evil she was. Uh, I believe you. So anyway, uh, so I'm a big fan, and I think she's attractive, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Redheads got to stick together. Yes, yep. we do. Might Continue to strain. Uh, that's Wait, right. We, we have to. We have to keep the hair. You know? We got to keep the Mike Starr. He played the. Um, he was the, uh, the 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 hitter, the enforcer. Yes, and like he just call him a hitter. Yeah, he he tries to kill people with the acid reflux. Yeah. Um, um, ulcer, wasn't it? Yeah, it's right. ulcer, ulcer. Ulcer. Sorry. Oh, he yeah. was in Psych. That's great. Uh, oh my God, he was in like. Got an ulcer. He was in thirty episodes of The Young and the Restless. Wow. As a dude named Angelo. He, he must have and been then, the wrestles. Oh, my God. And then he, <laughs> then he was in another six six or seven episodes of Days of Our Lives. Oh, no. He's one of He's one of those. I mean, he's in a, all he does is like TV stuff. Well, he was in the Black Dahlia. He was in an episode of NCIS also. As Angelo. <laughs> uh, no, Monroe Cooper. He was a private eye. Um, so you're saying he's a private dick. Pretty much. I think I think they actually used that gag too. I'm pretty sure they did. Anyway, I thought he was funny. Uh, he was a terrible at his job. But I thought he was funny. Again, everyone was terrible at his job. <laughs> Let's talk about these terrible cops for just a minute. Okay, <laughs> I literally wrote. Where is? It? I gotta scroll down a little bit. Worst cops ever, and I wrote like seven exclamation points, and then I wrote, "They're almost as bad as the ones in the Frighteners." <laughs> so those were some bad cops. Yeah. Um, these cops? Are you kidding me? They're like. They've been following them across the, the, the country, supposedly, like, keeping their distance, right? Just seeing what happens. You know, and, like, what what were they going to do if they couldn't make it to Aspen on that moped? Like, <laughs> like this, their whole plan is dependent upon these two idiots actually accomplishing their goal. And then they get to the hotel, and all of their work boils down to putting a, a bulletproof vest on Harry and giving him a gun? No FBI agent would ever give a civilian a gun. Let alone this idiot. Right. I mean, if she, yeah. she's met him for like a moment or two, like there's no way in the world she would ever give this guy a gun, a loaded gun. And then he fires it. What if he killed somebody next door? For all we know, they probably did in this movie. Um, they killed, they just, you know, 
He blew, I mean, up, a, he blew up a tanker truck and killed somebody. <laughs> I mean, jeez. So anyway, this the, I couldn't like my brain just like couldn't let let go of that moment where the. What if he would have shot you in the face? Hey, what if you would have shot me in the face? And that gets to my first trope. That's a risk we're willing to take. Take. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, those cops were the worst. They pissed me off. But they um, they did give me a, a, a line that I recorded. I'll, we'll play it later. But they did give me one of my lines. So that's okay. Um, I am going to play the first one here. And that is this. Maybe. I got worms. I beg your pardon? That's what we're going to call it. I got worms. <laughs> what? <laughs> Clearly these guys... I just, just shake my head. Yeah. Was like, oh. Clearly these guys were not marketing majors. Oh, clearly. Um, anyway. Um, so then my next line is... Uh, or were they? Uh, Could it be secretly brilliant? Uh, no, these guys clearly weren't. Uh, but like again, like... <laughs> Like, how do these guys passing a driving test? I mean, he's completely turned around. He, he He's completely turned around. He runs through a red light where somebody crashes and a car explodes. Like, I mean, they've caused more damage in this movie than most Bond movies. I mean, let's, let's think about that. You know, and Bond is trying to cause damage. I mean, it was ridiculous. But it was still funny, obviously. But it's like, how, how did you even get a license? Well, how did he get the job driving the limo to begin with? I don't know. I, how did yeah? How did how does that job interview go with him? You know what I'm saying? Like how exactly? How does that guy get a job after someone met we, him for a minute? We we have all asked that question of someone we all know. Well, that is true that, too. I'm yeah, sure you've asked that question of me. Well, <laughs> how in the world? That, that's that's fair to say, but. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, but but you know, like, you like you look at someone at, at your their job and you go, "How did you get a job, or how did you have your job?" But you could kind of actually see how they got it because they're they knew that what what things to say, or they had some charisma, or or they whatever, knew or they knew somebody. These guys have none of those things going for them. I just how did, how do you pass? How do you go into a DMV and you can't read the word the? <laughs> and pass a driving test. Uh, By the way, that actually kind of bothered me. How, now they made fun of the fact that he couldn't read? Yeah. And then later <laughs> on, he looks at the briefcase and says Samsonite, because that's an easy word to say. <laughs> hmm. Anyway. Yeah, there was a few forced jokes in the movie. Uh, yeah, the whole fo- but the whole him not being able to read, it was actually, a, to, to be honest, I was a little offended, truth be told. I was like, that's... Like are we are we saying that they're mentally handicapped now? Like is that is that the joke that we're trying to say that these guys are so low that they can't read like basic English? But then well, he had no I mean, but he had no problem reading the phrase we landed on the moon. <laughs> um, anyway. What were you gonna say, Chad? I was gonna say that, you know, just because they can't read, you know, doesn't make them, you know, mentally handicapped. I think that, you know, there's a lot of I think that, you know, even nowadays you know, a lot of kids come through the educational system and they graduate high school, and they can't read. That's true. That that's actually that is a good point. And and I don't get, don't you know don't. And then they send, go on to vote. And yeah, well, <laughs> send your hate mail to yeah. Uh, send Sean your hate Arden. mail to me if you want. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> no, but yeah. uh, 
that moment actually did kind of bother me a little bit for whatever reason. I don't know why. I guess I just I no. Don't it's think... it's awkward, is what it is. It, it was. I, yeah. I agree with you, Sean, because it it's it just it's a little mean. You know, a lot of yeah. this is is not. It's just like, you know, it's just good old fashioned fun. Yeah, but it's, it's, that that was a little bit low blow in my mind. Yeah, not that I I took offense to it or anything, but it's just a little mean. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, we'll move past it. Nothing like a good awkward hug, right? <laughs> Come on, give me a hug, and she's like, "I don't want to." It's almost like that look on her face, like, "If I don't, is he going to chase after me and like, <laughs> you know, cut my skin off and wear it, or you know, and put he puts the lotion in the bucket, you know?" So, Although I do, I, now that you mentioned that, he did make that reference. <laughs> He'd like to eat her liver with a. Uh, oh yeah, they did nice make that Chianti. reference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they both did the noise. That's great. <laughs> yep. That's great. Uh, thank you for that. Now, remember, if anyone's asked, but if you guys decide you want to go somewhere and you're not supposed to go, it's okay because you can say this. It's okay! I'm a limo driver! <laughs> Especially in the airport now, right? Yeah, at the airport. Oh, how things have changed. Oh, how oh, things have changed. Men with guns would have chased him down and tackled him before he got down that tarmac. Might have even shot him. Yeah, like in midair, he's just yeah, shot. <laughs> Well, so, even the you know leaving the air leaving the briefcase there. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. She would have been tackled yeah. too. The German shepherds would have come out of you oh, know boy, trash boy. cans and like taken her out and stuff. So with a foot long, with a foot long, yeah, smacking her with a foot long hot dog. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> oh wait, yeah, this just got really weird, didn't it? Um, <laughs> well, that escalated really quickly. Um, yeah, it did. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Um, Yes. So then so then this happened. Kick his ass, sea bass. So I'm gonna have that for forever. Kick his ass, sea bass. That's right. <laughs> um You should do that and then immediately play the uh the bit from uh uh Tucker and Dale. <laughs> for those of you listening and you're hearing the motorcycle outside my window, he's not actually outside my window. He's about seven he's... houses down. Staring and into your window. He's staring into my window. I'm on the second floor, too. This is weird. <laughs> so I apologize for the background noise of the motorcycle. It cannot be helped. Yeah, well, it's I, actually his stomach. A quick a quick fall call to the police might help that, but no. <laughs> One-star review from uh, from bikers. Um, oh, it is annoying. Yeah, it is what it is. So, Corny, you said you wanted me to do what now? You wanted me to do... You play that, play that clip. Kick his ass, Seabass! I don't think you understand. These boys killed my dog. Not that no, no, one. wrong one. Wrong oh. one. All right, well, hold on. Let's let's see if we can tie this all together. <laughs> Did you get a make on a vehicle? Uh, yes, sir. They're driving an 84 sheepdog. If you kill my dog, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'll get really mad. I don't think you understand. <laughs> These boys killed my dog. Kick his ass, Seabass! That's right. <laughs> So it's all, it's all connected. You that know what is epic? I love it. Sean, I love it. Thank you, sir. That is amazing. Put some music to that. I think actually, that's gonna, I think that's going to be our thing from now on. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sorry, the motorcycle's killing me. Go away from my window. Stop staring at me. It's weird. No, anyway, um, every time there's a movie reference to a dog, I'm going to capture it. Any kind, any kind, there's any kind of thing with a dog, I'm going to capture it. That is awesome. But let's not let's not forget that we did get the FBI agent to say this. Did you get a make on the vehicle? 
Uh, yes, sir. They're driving an 84 sheepdog. So I love it when like official people have to say funny things like that. It makes me happy. You know, did you guys notice though that that FBI agent, one, that, that actor was a terrible acting? It was the worst. He was like grinning. Did you guys notice that? He's like, well, I mean, you'd be grinning too if you got a job in a, uh, a Jim Carrey comedy. I guess. Like, that was literally the only thing I can think of is like, because the whole time he was just weird and grinning. And it's like, you're supposed to be an FBI agent. They don't have personalities. <laughs> you know, like, they're supposed to be all whatever. Why are you so mean to FBI agents? I'm not mean to FBI agents. Though my it's favorite. F- reviews from law enforcement. That's fine. Uh, not Thank law enforcement. I got, I got a buddy who's a cop who listens to the show. But anyway, um, he likes me. Well, he also wants me to do the one of the worst films I've ever seen, and I refuse to do it for this podcast. Um, uh, yeah, Rubber was okay. Well, no, that wasn't hip. But Burn! Yeah, he, he wants us to do a movie called, um, uh, not Talladega Nights, uh, um, Hollywood? Oh, I'd love to do that. No, Hollywood Nights? Hollywood Nights. Oh, my God. That <laughs> but not movie. Boogie Nights. No, no. <laughs> I do not want to see Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> What noise is that? <laughs> that that sounded not, like a fat Albert. Yeah, we're not watching fat Albert. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that's not What's bad. going on, ho? Oh. Wait, what? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Fat Albert just on? went from, PG, uh, from G to R real fast. That was strange. Yeah, it was. Nice. This is a night of escalation, folks. Um, yeah. Kick his ass, Seabass. Uh, I noticed that. So we have another down periscope sighting. Uh, the guy that played Harlan, Sonar. Uh, Harlan Williams? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. He was great. And he did the noise. He did the... What's his name? Harlan Williams? <laughs> yeah, he did the he did the, the dolphin or the whale noise when he drank the bottle of pee. There was a lot of bodily fluid uh, jokes in this gross. movie. Harlan yeah. Williams. That's it. Oh, yeah. Bruce. Comedian and actor... Wow, he has not changed a bit. This IMDb no, photo looks like anyway. Um, <laughs> always Canadian too, which is great. Uh, he's oh. known for this movie, The Whole Nine Yards. Oh, that's right. He was a cop in The Whole Nine Yards, half baked, and Freddie got fingered, along with uh, Down Periscope. I love awesome. the Down Periscope. In fact, Down Periscope is one of my guilty pleasure movies. I don't know why. It's don't it's, it's not guilty. That's just a funny damn movie. It's just you know like <laughs> I I I truly I want to do that movie. You want to get a tattoo of Welcome Aboard on your on your junk? I want to record that line. That's the only reason why I want to do that movie for this podcast, so I can hear Rip Torn say, "Damn it to hell! Don't go by the book. Think like a pirate." I want a man with a tattoo on his dick. If I got the right man. By some, by strange, some strange coincidence, you, you do, do, sir. <laughs> like I want to play that whenever I want to. So, anyway. <laughs> and it's streaming. Um, that that's that's literally one of those movies where, like, if I'm doing dishes, and either I've already watched the movie for the podcast, or I don't have enough time to like watch a full like, episode of like Arrow or something, I just yeah. put that on, you know, and just oh, this is where I left off. Great, and then I'll just have a good time. You know, the electrician guy is hilarious. Um, anyway. It's so, just segments. You can watch it in segments. And you really can because that movie is just full of little bits, you know? 
Well, um, this the Dumb and Dumber is kind of like that as and, well. And it is. You're right. It is. It's just these little. Uh, you have these the big kind of overall kind of gag, and then you have these little yep. inside gags within the gags. And I get like I said earlier, the little gags are the ones that I like the best. It also, it's like a gag session. Yeah, it was uh, or. Um, Okay, that sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> my brain was trying to comprehend what you just said, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. Does that sound right?" <laughs> Gag session? That sounds like a little, uh, you know, come over here, kid. Get into my van with uh, no windows. <laughs> Only if there's candy. Only if there's candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Who um, is the van? Uh, and. 84, 84 sheepdog. Sheep sheep yes. There were no they windows in the my, back of that. Get my van. It's an 84 sheepdog. I wonder what the actual... Shaggin' wagon. Oh, wow. Ah. Or the shaggy wagon. They didn't, say, they didn't say what the vehicle was in the trivia. I was actually kind of curious to find out what it actually was, but <clears throat> only I care about those things. Um, and that's okay. Um... Where was I on my script? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Sheepdog. Oh, yeah. So then we have this kind of funny line. We're in a hole. We're just going to have to dig ourselves out. (laughs) And when I first heard that, I stopped. I literally stopped recording. I was like, wait a minute. That's not right. Because <laughs> at first I'm like, oh, that's an actual insightful thing he said. But then I was like, wait a minute. You can't dig out of a hole. You just you go deeper. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. So, you know, that's if you need good advice. We're in a hole. We're just going to have to dig ourselves out. That's not good advice. Though I did like the uh, crash test dummies playing in the background. Was that them? Mm-hmm. Crash test dummies? No, that's not crash test dummies. Who yeah, it was. What did? Mm, who is that? The mm, group? I thought it was. I can't remember now. My my knowledge of such things is not very good. It happens. It's okay. Oh no, I don't want Urban Dictionary for hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the name of the song? I don't know. Don't do it. Uh, I'm not going to Urban Dictionary. Once there was this. There was this boy who something, something, something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Crash Test Dummies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that was Crash Test Dummies. I, of course, I, I the first version I heard was the Weird Al version. So, like, like whenever I th- hear that song, I actually think of Weird Al's version. You know, and they make fun of um, Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, Once yeah. There, you know, this cool. guy who pissed his wife so bad one night she cut off his wiener. Anyway, yeah. Good job. Good job, Word Al. You make me happy. It's the Ballad of Peter Pumpkinhead by the Crash Test Dummies. Is that what is it called? That's a stupid name. That's anyway. one of them. Song covered by... And, no, the, I'm, I'm and the name sure. of the group is... Also, Crash also Test the, Dummies. Mm-mm-mm. That's what it's called. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm is also in there. So they must, that other one must have been in the credits or something. Yeah. Yeah, don't go to Urban Dictionary for... um. Yeah, I don't think I want to. That seems dangerous. Urban Dictionary is a dangerous, dark place. It's scary. Yeah. A mistake has been made. A mistake has been made. That's where that's where the internet goes to die or something. I don't know. Um, my computer is unclean. Yeah, right. You, you go there and your computer just hates you forever. Um, this was this is the last one I got. I got, and this I'm was, gonna have to burn this machine now. This was one of the funnier moments in the movie for me because again, it, it took me off guard. But again, it was again. 
the overall gag. So this is the, I'm gonna set the scene. So this is when Harry is with Lauren Holly and they're they're uh, going uh, skiing, right? <laughs> so the gag, of course, is that they're gonna have this. Oh, wait, they had a montage, didn't they? Yes, they did. They had a they had a they day did. at the ski park flirting montage. So dumb and dumber. And there was also yeah, a montage. second montage. Where? The when dream, they were getting the dream ready scene? for the date. Oh, that's right. Okay, well then it deserves a uh, a double. Another montage happened in the same movie we watched. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, was it the dream sequence montage? Does that count? Because he's having like no, the, it was just different things. It wasn't a montage. It okay. wasn't building towards yeah. something. No, okay, fine. Um, and by building, you mean. B.A. Baracus is turning a uh, shopping cart into a tank, right? <laughs> yeah. So they're yeah. on they're on the date, right? They're on the the play date, and um, let's by the way, let's just not forget. Let's 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 not. She's married. Yeah, let's not forget that she's married and she's on a date with this guy, and she's kind of a tease. Um, so let's not forget that moment there. So, well, yeah. and it, it that does bother me a little bit that that she does this. With her husband. With her husband in, in mortal and, and, danger. And, and especially when they're telling her, oh, well, you need to just keep acting normal, so-and-so, so-and-so. Right, yeah, yeah. And then, like, weird, creepy, drunk stepmom comes in and is like, hey, go out with this stranger we just met with this terrible tuxedo. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. So, anyway, they're on the date, right? And they do the whole tongue-to-the-pole thing. So, like, that's kind of like the gag along with the... You know, he's terrible at flirting gag, you know? It's she throws snow at him and then he winds up and punches her or <laughs> throws a snowball in her face that would make any one of us bleed. <laughs> and she hits him back and then he, she like he like legit tackles him. Like this was like a fight between brothers. And he's doing it to this woman and uh and she I'm surprised I was actually kinda waiting for her to like take it to the next step and like kick him in the nuts. And then he just falls over and starts laughing. Like That's kind of where I expected it to go. But while this is all happening, this little funny moment happened, and I had to capture it because I thought it was great. Um, there's been some family problems, but I don't want to bore you with those. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> because no there isn't a girl that we haven't either dated or married that said something like that but we all said no we want to hear it because <laughs> because we because we we were built with filters and we, we learned what we should and shouldn't say he's not built with a filter so he's like oh thanks you know or like when jim carrey's at the bar and that 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 pretty girl sitting next to him is like spilling her guts and she's like then you want to know what happens and he's like i don't care and it's like the four of us would never say that we're like oh there's a pretty girl talking to us at a bar and there's alcohol like cool you know whatever you need to say that eventually leads to my bedroom you know like that's how most guys are but in this movie like i don't want to bore you oh gee thanks well and and you know he's to give him credit, he is still affixated on uh, on that other he's a, girl. He's affixated. So uh, he's affixated on the other girl. Or asphyxiation. By the way, that's got to be the name of this episode. Asphyxiated. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. Anyway, um, so yeah, worst uh, worst flirting ever. Yes. Um, lots of poop jokes. Lots of pee jokes. Um, 
I mean, gosh, how many times does does Lloyd pee in this movie? He, <laughs> he fills up like six beer bottles, which Sonar drinks. He goes yep. into the bathroom, and then freaking Sea Bass shows up, yep. which was weird. Um, that was a very disturbing thing. It, like it, it actually was like, me. yeah, it was like, oh, are we going to get a little rapey here? Like, what just happened? And like, <laughs> Her- Her- Lloyd is on I'm the sorry, floor. Did you just say a little rapey? Yeah, I mean, it just, it just <laughs> got a little rapey all of a sudden, and then he's like oh, on geez. the floor in a, in the fetal position, sucking <laughs> sucking on his thumb, like. Where is this going? Like, what if? I mean, I know the point was so that Harry would, would break in, and he, of course, he picks that bathroom to light, you know, put his foot out. But like, what would have happened had he not done that? You know, <laughs> like, ugh, I don't want to know. Um, you got a pretty mouth, boy. I think it's about what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, worst cops ever. I mentioned, and then that's it. That's all my notes. Oh, and then the other trope I wrote was the music stops when trouble happens. You know they're at the they're at the restaurant and then Seabass stands up and goes who threw that and then you hear their record scratch. You know it's like it's like it's a jukebox. Like who who reached in and turned off the jukebox? You know, uh, and poor records everywhere are always getting damaged from from movies like that. So it's a disgrace. I think it's the same one over and over again. It's the same one. You think so? Yeah. That's yeah. like that's, that's actually so bad. Like, that's why. You know what? Now you say that, Sam. It's like the Wilhelm scream of records. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like we need a Wilhelm scream. What's the other thing? <laughs> no, not the goofy one. There's the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> like, there's another scream, I thought. There was, like, another one that they do a lot. And I can't think of, I don't know if it has a name, but there's, like, another one. And then there's the the record scratch. So there you go. Scratch and sniff or something. Record, record. Eric, Eric. Uh, Audible.com sponsors this wonderful show about Dumb and Dumber. Uh, and I can... bet you wish they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Or I bet they wish they, they did. They wish they did, yes. Uh, you can get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. Go check them out. Free audio book. Trivia. Like I said, I wanted to actually take a minute or two to talk about some trivia because it was actually pretty good. Um, when Harry and Lloyd are in the car, Lloyd asks if Harry wants to hear the most annoying sound in the world. This was not in the script, and you can tell <laughs> by the look on Jeff Daniels' face. <laughs> You know, I saw that today. I was like, I've got to go rewind this. Even though I've seen it a hundred times, yeah. I need to look at his face. Because he's so out. confused. Like, he really is like genuinely like confused. And then he just starts screaming and then Jeff Daniels just joins in. Jim Carrey was initially offered uh, 700 grand to appear Shoot. in this film. However, the offer was went into the same week as Ace Ventura Pet Detective opened at number one in the box office. So by the time Carrie agents had time to renegotiate the film, his salary had upped itself to $7 million, which is almost half the film's budget. But Uh, then did you see how much uh, Jeff Daniels was paid? Yeah, I'll get there. Okay, all right. Um uh, after the bit, you know, when, uh, when Lloyd, uh, scams Seabass into paying for his bill and he says that was from a movie, that movie is called something wild, which stars Jeff Daniels <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. Uh, when the film went to the top of the U S box office, it gave Jim Carrey the distinction of being the first actor to have three films go straight to number one in one year being the mask, Ace Ventura and this film. That's actually pretty awesome. It's impressive. Um, 
According to the Fairley brothers, the Farrelly brothers, Jeff Daniels wasn't wanted for the film, but Jim Carrey wanted him in it. In order to ensure a no from him, I don't know what that means. To in order to ensure a no from him, they offered whatever. They, in order, I guess they mean yes, but whatever. No, um, you know what it was. No, uh, ensure no. They didn't. Maybe they didn't. Oh, I get it. So they, they offered. Did. Okay, I, I'll make sure. So the Farley yeah. brothers, in order to ensure a no, they offered Daniels only fifty grand for the role, and he accepted without any hesitation or attempt to negotiate. So wow. Jeff Daniels is making fifty grand, and Jim Carrey's making seven million. I mean, I'm sure Jim Carrey was like, "Hey, you want some money?" And he's like, "I'm gonna be nominated for an Oscar in a few years, so you can go kiss it." So anyway, <laughs> you can suck it. You can suck it. Suck, suck it. it. Was 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 Jeff Daniels nominated for an Oscar for, um, what's it called? Um, Gettysburg. A movie? No, Gettysburg. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm um, nominated for four Golden Gloves. So he was never nominated for an Oscar. What was I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of Jeff Davis. You're thinking of Bridge- Jeff, Jeff Bridges. I'm thinking Jeff Bridges. I loved him. First of all, the newsroom. All night long. I've never seen the newsroom, but I've all seen. Uh, I've seen the opening. Uh, his opening montage talking about how America isn't the greatest uh, country. Yes. That's such. A, that's such a good thing, and I want to watch that show. Or that yeah, that show. Um, but he is it's in... too bad he didn't have a friend with HBO Go that would let you do that. Oh, we can't talk about those things. That's illegal. Um, him in Gettysburg. Well, you'd come over and watch it at the oh, house. Oh, sure. Talk about that's, that's, okay, fine. Colonel Chamberlain. I love him in that in that movie. It's a good movie, and he's great in it, especially when what he movie calls is that? Gettysburg. Oh, okay. Yeah. When he calls for that bayonet charge, oh my gosh, he's so good. Like I get chills when he when he screams bayonets. Like I I want to go pick up a rifle and join the cause, um, and die and die a horrible death, probably of like dysentery or some stupid thing like that. Um, Trench during Trench foot, yeah. Trench foot. I, it's Coming so, to a theater's near you. I, you know, it's so funny. I don't remember this gag, but apparently we, we talked about it. Um, you even made a movie poster about it, Sam, and I had no idea what you're talking about. I, I don't. I don't. I'm anyway. glad some other people recognized it. So somebody did, but, but not me. During filming, Jim Carrey stayed the night at the Stanley Hotel and requested to stay in the infamous room 237 from Stephen King's The Shining according to the tour guide at the hotel. So we don't know if this is real or not. This is from some dude. Uh, And for all we know, this could be Jim Carrey just being Jim Carrey. But according to the tour guide at the hotel, about three hours after Carrey went to sleep, he came running out of the room, left the hotel, and to this day he vows never to go back and he won't tell anyone why. See, that sounds like a darn wives' tale. You know, like yeah, like it, this guy's trying to drum up business. Yeah, it it sounds like to one me. of it sounds like one of two things. Either Jim Carrey is just kind of being funny and he's like, Oh, I don't want to talk about that because a horrible thing happened, but I'm not gonna say what. Or it could be that guy just making something up and Jim Carrey's yeah. like, Well, I don't really care. It's not it's not hurting anybody. Nicholas Cage and Gary Oldman were the original choices to play Harry and Lloyd. No, no. That would no. have been terrible. Yes, I totally agree. Could you see Nicholas Cage trying to do <sighs> funny? Like, uh, I like it a lot. You know, like he's just terrible. I'm here to still I'm here to still the briefcase. Although raising Arizona he was kind of funny, but that was that yeah. was a different kind of character that fit him better. Yeah. I think. I, he, could, he could still be Nick Cage during that movie. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, Jim Carrey refused to shoot an alternate ending of Harry and Lloyd getting on the bus with the Hawaiian Tropic Girls. <laughs> That's actually funny. And the last one, when Harry and Lloyd are trying to remember or guess Mary's last name while in Aspen, Lori, oh, I already said that, the part where he can clearly read, you know, Samsonite. Anyway, just kind of funny. Uh, soundtrack grade. Did anybody get it if uh, if Mary were to eventually? Oh, yeah. Mary Lloyd. She Mary be, Lloyd. She'd be Mary, Mary Christmas. Christmas. Ah. Nice. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> there um yeah soundtrack grade i gave it an in for the 90s um yeah i'll allow it yeah early 90s it was uh this uh, the, not the score the soundtrack i didn't care about the score i didn't even know there was a score i don't think was there i don't a think score? There, there was there might have been you know just for a couple of like swelling moments you know or just some stupid things but mostly it was rock and roll it was 90s rock and it was it yep. was great it was uh, great i actually Thanks. really enjoyed it this had a budget of 16 million and grossed that's not right. <laughs> it showed. It, that's not right. Okay, that sounds right. The budget right. can't be sixteen million. No, the budget was sixteen million. Um, yeah. but it grossed one hundred and twenty-seven million. Good yeah, God! So that's a pretty good investment. Yeah. No wonder these studios are making money. Yeah. Well. The, the, well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. Jeez. Yeah, but you have to look at for every Pulp Fiction and and um, and Hunger Games. Yeah. There's also a golden compass. Okay, so let's remember that. You know, or um <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. You know, the Hunger Games was on a, the first one was only a sixty million dollar budget and it had made half a billion dollars. Yeah. The golden compass cost three hundred million and only made a hundred and fifty. So like you know, so yes, the studios certainly do make money most of the time. Um but there's also a reason why they keep like especially now. They just we're, we keep getting rebooted stuff. Yeah, it's because the studios are to the point now. We're like, well, if we're going to invest two hundred million dollars into Star Trek, we want it to make sure we're going to we want to make sure that it's going to be a good film. You know, we don't want lens flares all over the place or something. Oh wait, they got that. Um, <laughs> I will say this in reference to the new Star Wars trailer, which came out this past oh, week. Oh wow, we and, could do a whole podcast on that, uh, and we and we could. Oh. We won't, but we could. Uh, and yes. the trailer is awesome and epic. And the best part about the trailer are the parodies. Oh my gosh, have you seen the <laughs> yes. George Lucas version? Yes, <laughs> it is hysterical, and I was in tears laughing out loud, especially when the Millennium Falcon is doing those awesome maneuvers and they're going up against like fifty Tie Fighters. That was hysterical. <laughs> I was I was rolling. Anyway, but there's there was a tweet that got retweeted by J.J. Abrams and has been retweeted about eleven billion times, and it says, "If J.J. screws up Star Wars, he will be forever known as Jar Jar Abrams." <laughs> which i think is great but i every that trailer was that trailer was everything you wanted in a star wars film though well the, that was not the first three episodes no no it was dirty and gritty and yeah um, exactly and because the, the first ones were too weird and clean and neat yep. i like the fact that the, the millennium falcon a is back in it and b it looks like the falcon and c it 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 flies like the thing that we want it to be, you know, like yep. the technology wasn't there in seventy seven to show us what the thing, like the, what the ship could be. The technology is here now for us to go. That's what it's supposed to be. 
you yep. know, and that's what's so awesome. Um, so anyway, there you go. Um, <laughs> Sorry, tangent. No, I mean Star that that Star Wars trailer, um, and it's so funny. Basically, and this is what I've been I read off the internet. The only reason why the trailer even dropped, because teasers don't usually hit TV. Mm-hmm. Usually, you just throw teasers out onto um, theaters. But both the teaser for this and the teaser for Jurassic World have hit TV, which again, which is kind of weird. It's not; it's rare. Yeah. You know, big budget films obviously do it. So, and these are both that. Um, But I think there was actually um, there was some leaked photos that had came out from the set of the Star Wars, and so the studio decided to get ahead of it. Disney decided to get ahead of it, ahead of it, and that's why they released the trailer. So that if these leaked photos came out, no one would care because the trailer, you know, showed you what you showed wanted you, to yeah. see the Millennium Falcon and X-Wings. I mean, and for whatever reason, all these space vehicles are flying really close to the land. It was, <laughs> it was, it was really good. Oh, my gosh. And I want to say this for just three seconds. The, the uproar, the weird uproar over the fact that the stormtrooper is black is ridiculous. That's, that is strange. It is the most I don't understand asinine that. thing I have ever, well, not ever. We're living in a world where there's a lot of weird things happening right now. But I Kardashians. W- yeah. Well, and other geographical Redheads locations. Yeah, and other geographical uh, locations that I'm not going to make reference to in this podcast. But um, there's just, of all the things to get in an uproar about, even in this movie, you know? If you want to get all uppity about, that's not the right word to use. If you want to get all up in arms about something, choose anything else but that thing. The, the, <laughs> the guy's black. Who the freaking cares except for you weirdos that for some reason think that they all have to be Australian clones? And like, a black is, sheriff. Uh, exactly. I mean, it worked in Blazing Saddles. There it is. So, ah. I love it. Anyway, that just I, that that it, well, that weren't, I, weren't they all all the stormtroopers? Weren't they all clones? Yes, but up until have, the end of the the, the Clone War. Yeah, once then, the Clone well, War. After the end, yeah, well, after the end of the Clone War, what what they just recruited? Yeah, they had to yeah, because the, yeah. the, the point, clones died. Yeah, the actually. clones died because they were they were genetically engineered to fight that war. They were they literally they were born and then like a year later they were troopers. They were men. And so they would continue that same aging process. They would be old men within two years. So they would have died by the of old age by the time the war ended. So you just do what any normal army would do. You would just conscript or, you know, whatever. And there's a TV show, uh, Star Wars Rebels, which is actually a pretty good little show. I watch it every now and then. Um, they actually have, there was an episode where they're they're showing recruits as young as like 16, and one of the recruits is a black kid looking for his sister. So it's like, you can't say that this isn't canon as a thing because Disney, Star Wars, is showing you that this is a thing that happens, that they're recruiting people and there are black people in the universe. Lando Calrissian is at least one. Yeah. So we, we have proof that there are black people in the universe. It was just so weird that people got upset about this. I just, anyway, that's my soapbox. I'm done. Um, Dumb and Dumber. What are we supposed to be talking about now? I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to say that. Uh, I wanted to, to get uh, get that. Anyway. Get that off your chest. I didn't get a harumph out of you. Me or Chad? 
Chad. I didn't get a rump out of you. And you won't. No. Oh, okay. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> nothing actually. I'm just, that's what I. Thought. I swear. I swear to God. You know what he's going to say? He's going to say, uh, "I am the law." And then that's it. Oh. Um. <laughs> okay. Fine. He'll say this. I do not like you. Okay. Um, there you go. So we're to the our top three, right? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh wait, I gotta hit the right button. Um, that's not the right button. That's the right button. Top three. We decided to do the top three dumb dumb people of Hollywood. Well, dumb people in movies, not Hollywood. That would be a different list. <laughs> that would be a different list. Uh, dumb people. That would actually be a pretty fun list if we would have actually said <laughs> the dumb people of Hollywood and like the yes. dumb things that they say. You know. Or- or you know, does it does one naming their child Apple make them dumb? You know, you know? I I don't know if it makes her. Alone. I don't know if that makes her dumb, but it it um. But the things that she said, uh, politically does. I don't yes. care what your political views are. Things that she said are dumb. Okay, and I can't <laughs> remember what she thinks. I remember something like. I can't. I don't want to misquote her, but it was something about when we had to invade Iraq. When we invaded Iraq the second time and. Um, I don't remember what she said, but like the whole world just kind of went, oh, keep your mouth shut. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I will I will say this. We all agree that Marky Mark is a pretty good actor, and we all kind of like him as a as an actor, right? Yes. For the most part. Yeah, Chad Corny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When, when – there's the, I don't know if you ever heard this story. He was supposed to be on Flight 93 that crashed. And, um, oh, yeah, you did that. You I, have mentioned men- I have mentioned this on this podcast before. Okay, then I won't, I won't say it again. So there you go. Um, just things like that oh. that people. Well, for those of you who this is your first episode, he literally said, "If I would have been on that plane, it wouldn't have gone down. I would have fought off the terrorists." What? No, you can't say things like that because whether you believe it's true or not, you saying things like that like dishonors the memories of those who died on that plane. You know, like like that to me, that's just a disservice to those who died. Whatever. I'm soapboxy tonight. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really not trying to be. Top three. Um, top three dumb people in movies. Uh, uh, corny. Chad. Sorry. I'm all <laughs> flustered now. Oh, dear Lord. I don't <laughs> want to follow that. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to have to go with um, the Rick Moran. I can't remember his name, but the Rick Moranis character from Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, <laughs> he he was a he was a uh, honorable mention in mine. Lewis Tully, he was more socially awkward in my mind than an idiot. For some oh, reason, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, these guys were also socially awkward and dumb too. So, oh yes, I'm very okay. True. I'm very okay with that. All right. Um, what about uh, not so much the no. Uh, not the Joe Pesci character, but uh, the other character from Home Alone, the crook. Oh my God! Well, they were both pretty pretty stupid, but you're right, Marv. Yeah, Marv. Shut up, Marv. We're the we're the wet bandit or the sticky bandits. S <laughs> T uh, I I. Yeah, those guys were great. <laughs> and by the way, those guys should have died like six times in those. Movies. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're 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 mortal. Yeah. they're part vampire or something. Okay, Chad. And then, uh, now I'm going to call it at that. Okay. <laughs> just those two. 
Those ones that yeah. you can think of. It's actually kind of a hard one because I was having a hard time with this too. And you saying what you said actually sparked a couple for me. So I'm yeah, glad um, I could help. Yeah, you really have. Basically, the the what well, I'm like I'm I'm going through my catalog in my brain of Mel Brooks movies, and I'm finding some really good uh, choices. Um, <laughs> corny. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Dory from uh, Oh, <laughs> that's great. That's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's you can't speak well. Um, I'm gonna go with um, Ron Burgundy from uh, Anchorman. I'm surprised nice. you didn't go with I Love Lamp. Rick. <laughs> Brick, well, yeah. I, I see Brick is more of a, an actual problem as opposed to just being a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the, uh, are you saying there's a party least, in your uh, pants and you're, that I'm invited? <laughs> Sorry. And Will character's character or uh, Will Farrell Farrell's character in the other guys. Oh my god! <laughs> I forgot about the other guys. Oh, I, I've had my desk, no, desk pop. What is it? My desk pop. What is it? Yeah, your desk pop. Your desk pop. And he pulls his gun out and shoots it in the office. And, everybody, and the captain takes away his gun and gives him a wooden gun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If I were a lot, I'd miss you. you know, if you were a tuna. I would come I would... into the water and eat you and eat your whole family. Well, first of all, pal, cats don't like water. Second of all. Tuners are like, what, 600 pounds? So I got you there. And you know what? After I kick your butt, I'm going to come on land. I'll breed some kind of kelp algae scenario, and I'm going to come after your whole family. You didn't see that coming now, did you? <laughs> that whole scene. That whole movie. It's so funny. And I love the fact that The, the Rock and um, Shaft are in that movie for three yeah. minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Not even that, but it might, might have been like seven minutes. Like yeah, they're gone they're, immediately yeah, in that movie. Yeah. Anyway. That's great. No, those are good. Uh Sam. It's been a while since I I'm gonna have to go back and see that one because it's been a while since it's I've it's actually it. not bad. It's 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 yeah. pretty good. The the chase scene when he's in his Prius is pretty funny too. Yeah. <laughs> uh my number three, I've got uh, Borat. Oh. Uh Sasha Baron Cohen's yeah. Borat. Um, I actually had Brick instead of uh, Anchorman there, um, just because I love Lamp and uh, everything <laughs> yes. about Lamp. 90% um, of the time, it works every time. <laughs> and my number one um, movie idiot would be uh, the Alan Gardner from the Hangover series. There you go. The Zach uh, Galifianakis character. Right. Is, uh, he makes those movies. I mean, he is just, he's an idiot, complete and utter idiot. Okay, good. Yep, how about you? Uh, Shia LaBeouf and everything he does. No, wait. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf? LaBeouf. Uh, uh, right. Um, I, I'm still racking my brain, and hopefully a, a third one will pop in my head. Um, the actually, one... you know, Shia LaBeouf was, was actually good in uh, Holes. I actually like that That's what movie. everyone has said. <laughs> Literally everyone was like, he was good in Holes. Yeah. And then, and this is the funny part. He... <laughs> He got the role in the kingdom. <laughs> Are we giggling because of the adult humor here, or is that what's happening? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. He, Nothing he, to see here. Keep moving. He got the gig for Kingdom of Crystal Skull because of, um, of the the little bit part that he did in I I Robot. He was an iRobot for like three That's... minutes with Will Smith. and Oh, when he cusses incorrectly? Yeah. Holy shitty damn, she's hot. Stop cussing <laughs> and go home. 
And uh, <laughs> what the damn hell? What the damn? Yeah, I don't think he says that. That's actually funny. No, no, he wouldn't say something like that. But anyway, I, but I think Spielberg was like, oh yeah, you should like, or like the producer or whatever of that movie was like, hey Spielberg, you should use this guy. He's like, okay, and they put him in this movie and he regretted it. Uh, actually, I think they all regretted that movie, but whatever. Anyway, uh, so my first one uh, is uh, President Scrooge from Spaceballs. Mm, yeah, because <laughs> you said Rick Moranis, which immediately made me think of of uh, Spaceballs. Um, is that the Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Yeah, what wasn't he the president in Spaceballs? No, Mel, oh, no, 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 Mel no, Brooks no. was. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking of? I'm thinking of uh, Mars Attacks. Sorry. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Heck, that's actually a good one too because he was pretty ridiculous in that movie. Uh, and then Ernest P. World in anything he's in. Ernest, <laughs> I actually taped Ernest Saves Christmas, and I, I cannot wait to watch that again. You taped it? Yeah. Like, DVR. Oh, sorry. Okay. I was like, I'm still still a child of the '80s and '90s. No, here, that's so. fine because I mean, I'll say the same thing too. Like, I'll tell people like, oh, "What are you doing tonight?" Or well, I'm I'm taping on my podcast. And, and um, but I say I, I say that to old people because they don't know what what that, what that podcast means. I, I did have a, a a friend of mine from work. She was like, "Oh, you have to let, let me know when your podcast airs so I can tune in and listen." <laughs> I'm like, "It's not live. Like, just download it on your phone." Anyway, Sorry, she's she's sweet for listening, so I appreciate it. So, um, never mind. So you'll go blind. Yeah, and that's the only two. That's the only two I can think of. Um, truly, uh, I know there's way more. Yeah. I just. Hey, listeners, uh, actually, a trip, how about uh, emailing cheapseatreviews at gmail.com? And actually, truth be told, we yeah. already mentioned them earlier, so I'm going <laughs> to say Sonar from, uh, no, not Sonar, um, um, Nitro from Down Periscope. He was the, the electrician. All right. Um, <laughs> here we go. If it's no Scottish, it's crap. That's right. Angry Scotsman had some words to say. Good evening, you bastards. Well, how are we today? I love that you got I a new microphone. We're doing well. It sounds great. I know that I'm doing well because I just watched Lauren Holly in Dumb and Dumber, and she brings a whole new meaning to uh, those are some nice headlights. Right? <laughs> Am I right, boys? Huh? Well, I've looked her up on uh, the internet, and I found that she has not held up very well over 20 years. Uh, I believe she's uh, 84 now, so about uh, 20 years older than Sam. And (laughs) she uh, is ugly as shit. All right, so for the rest of the movie, you know, I like this. It's funny. It's good for a laugh. But the scary part is that this is real life, okay? There are people out there that are like that. You know, they're trying to make it all funny and everything, but the truth is... There are people out there who would not hesitate at all to piss on themselves to get warm. I've done it myself once or twice. (laughs) There are people out there that don't know we've landed on the moon. There are people out there that drink their own urine, that drink piss. I've seen it. Don't try to deny it. I've seen that Bear Grylls guy drink his own piss. All right. People are f***ing stupid. And there's no doubt in it. I've driven in the United States before, and I followed an old Asian lady for 45 miles with her blinker on the entire time. So do I like this movie? Absolutely. But it could have been just as easily made following people around with a camera. That's all I'm saying. 
You know it. I know it. It's true. Now, let's talk about this live show that's coming up in a, in a month or two, huh? What about that? You guys are going to just pack the uh, storage closet there at the university. <laughs> that's great. Asshole. You know, I might even... This is... It's going out there on a limb. But I might even consider getting a ticket and flying in for this show. Because uh, I, God knows that you need the audience. And I... Um, I don't have anything else to do. I will promise you I have to be drunk to sit through your show. But it might be fun, you know. I could take in some sights while I'm there in Charlotte. I think they're known for uh, gentlemen's clubs and really bad football. So I could probably find something to do there. Right? Okay. Well, as always, lads, you're doing a damn decent job. And I have enjoyed my time sitting here all alone in my room talking to my computer. And getting no response. That is what my life has been reduced to. All right. Till next time. Bye-bye. He seemed a little subdued today. Yeah. Yeah, It's sad or something. Poor Scott. Yeah. Maybe he was, I don't know, a couple beers in. Um, Thank you, Angry Scotsman. Yeah. Um, Real quick. uh, One last clip I forgot to play. Um, uh, When Catherine uh, records, uh, sometimes she... uh, she gets a little excited and, and sends me things, so here we go. I like it a lot. There you go. So, <laughs> so now I have that for forever. I like yes. it a lot. That's right. There we go. Email. We have an email. Hooray, email. Woo, yay. This email comes from Nathan. <laughs> no, this is from Nathan, who uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it is, uh, is a relative of mine, which is great because he's oh. awesome. Uh, Nathan. Says, hey guys, I think you missed the coolest thing about Sky Captain. Yes, it's campy and it was all shot on green screen, but the problem is you came to it expecting a good movie from a real director, and instead you got a home project from Carrie Con- uh, Conran, Con- Conran, Conran, a nobody. Carrie worked on Sky Captain for years on his own, animating the robots and airplanes at home on his Mac before it was ever funded. During production, he shot the entire film with no-name actors, just hoping to make something that looked good, even though it may not have been sold. Finally, a year later, the studio gave him Law, Paltrow, and Jolie, which he quickly dropped into place. Which he quickly dropped into place and finished the movie. This is not your standard Hollywood film. It was a pioneering home project, and it all had to be digital. The thing with Sky Captain: The World of Tomorrow. Tomorrow, 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 is that it's a huge victory for those lone animators who work on movies as their pet projects, who have no relationship to Hollywood, but just have tons of talent. It's a win for a little guy, and it's a homage to comic book nerds. It's the perfect part that I think that you missed. But if you still think the movie sucks, well, that's fine. I think it was enjoyable for what it was. Uh, well, he's... Nathan. So, there you go. No, yeah, that, that's actually... I like it. Actually, that's a... No, it was good. It was very good and very thoughtful, and I appreciate the email, Nathan. We of course we do, and we will. We appreciate all your email. Gmail dot com yes. slash cheap seat reviews or cheap seat reviews at gmail dot com is the actual. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure Gmail's like, nope, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna work. Um, yep. That sounds like a Give Twitter handle. Uh, no, Nathan. The, the 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 thing is, is that yes, partly we 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 review these as that as Hollywood yep. films. Uh, and, and whatever. And two, I didn't know that. And there wasn't anything in the trivia about that. So that you know that is cool. 
Maybe you yeah. have the Blu-ray and you got the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. I didn't know that stuff. So that's actually very cool and actually kind of makes me like the movie a little more, truth be told. Makes me want to like the movie a little more. So it doesn't yeah. mean I liked it. But... It also doesn't make it a better film. Yeah. You know? Um, and and though he though it's a cool story, there's a reason why he's still not working in Hollywood. Um, because of, you know, like, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but he's still <laughs> not working in Hollywood. I mean, this is it. Like, yeah. this is his short, this film, and then another short. And that's it. So yeah. Hollywood knows something that we don't clearly. So I'm just saying. But I had a good time with the movie because I obviously own it. But anyway, there you go. <laughs> but thank you, Nathan. I appreciate the email. Yeah, thanks for the email. And, yes. um, and, and I'm sorry about the whole being related to, to Sean. Well, like, it's so. through marriage, so it's okay. It doesn't, oh, okay. It, doesn't affect, it doesn't affect him at all. <laughs> okay, good. good for him. Yeah, so he's good. Um, that's it, right? Uh, email out of 10. Okay. Uh, out of 10. What are we watching next week? Uh, well, we'll get there. We'll do our out of 10, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Chad, out of 10, uh, how many um, tongues stuck to a frozen pole would you give this? I'm going to give it six. Okay. Six wow. frozen, frozen. Six, yeah. Yeah. Six tongues. Six. Okay. six frozen tongues, five bottles of pee. Ugh. Ugh. Bottles of pee. It's gross. I You're mean, gross. I know, but he spilled it on him, and then the guy drank it and sounded like a <laughs> porpoise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. He made that noise. <laughs> he had that little clicky going. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I can't, I can't obviously make the noise. Uh, corny. Um, <laughs> how many bottles of pee would you give this? <laughs> I'll give it seven bottles of pee. The exact number bottles. of bottles used for pee. In that scene. Ninety-nine <laughs> bottles of pee on the wall. Ninety-nine bottles of pee. Ch- Sam, Take it down and drink it down, and, and, then, and then vomit. <laughs> like, do you think that's why he let them go because he didn't realize that it was just pee, or do you think that like? At that point, he just didn't care because he was just... Just like, go get out of here. He's just like, get out of here because I want to throw up in peace. I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> throw up in peace. <laughs> yeah. I, you guys all know that, that I have a hard time with some comedies. You know, I didn't understand Clue and all that sort of mess. This is not one of those movies. Yeah. Um, you own it on Laserdisc, so yeah, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely love this thing. I'm going to give it eight mm. fake icebergs in the lake. What? Eight. Oh, eight uh, when icebergs. they go to uh, when they're in Aspen, and they're they're arguing when they finally realize there's money in the in the suitcase. Yeah. You look in the lake, and there's some very very obvious fake ice sheets in the lake. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. That's the thing yeah. you're 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 point you're looking for. Okay. That's the that's the one thing I noticed this this one <laughs> screening. Okay. This very fake. Ice. Yeah. No. Well, good for you. Yeah, good for me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it six, uh, six and a half, uh, for uh, Lamborghinis that I'm still not sure how the hell they bought. Did we ever know how much money was in the briefcase? No. I, I mean, a the, lot. Does <laughs> the fact that they bought cash that car for seven hundred and twenty or two hundred and seventy thousand dollars? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I. I I mean, a million dollars is a lot of money, especially in 1994. But I, I kind of feel like they would have blown through a million, maybe like 10 million. I've but I like, have seen 120 thousand dollars in cash in in a hundred dollar bills. Mm-hmm. 
And that's a lot of money, right? I mean, that's a lot of bills, right? That's a lot of bills. And that mm, you would have needed more suitcase than what they had. Right. I mean, because they don't make denominations bigger than hundreds. So like, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. I just, (laughs) the fact that they were able to buy that car and rent the hotel and like all the other things just seemed ridiculous. Six and a half. There you go. Next week we're doing (laughs) Snowpiercer. Yes, and I'm genuinely excited about this. I am. I have been none of us heard this movie before. None of us have no idea what this is. It's it's Chris Evans, uh, you know Captain America. Um, Oh no, you mean uh, Johnny Storm? Johnny Storm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He he does these little kind of. I don't know if this what this movie. I know what it's about, but I don't know what kind of movie it is. But uh, I actually like the other movie he did called Push. Uh, it's very similar, kind of low indie indie film kind of a thing. It's really good. Push is really good. It's not streaming, uh, but I wish it was because I would I would watch it in a heartbeat because that's actually a really good movie. Anyway, Snowpiercer. I can tell you how excited I am to see this movie. I really hope it doesn't disappoint. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. It's about a train, um, and my son is yep. too, and he likes trains. So we're we're. Both, I don't know. I'm not going to watch this with him. I'm not okay. going to watch this with my son. <laughs> I'm just saying he likes trains, and therefore I do. Um, there you go. Uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's our episode. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to give you some last minute. I'm just going to advertise it one more time. We are doing a live episode. Okay. Super excited. This is going to be great. Live episode, cheap seat live. All right. I've, I've explained this uh, several times. And, um, cheap seats on ice. <laughs> cheap seats on ice. You know how to do the ice show, right? I you do know how to do it. Years at the uh, at, the, at the, uh, the local amusement park. At the local theme park, I did run an ice show for two years. Um, yeah, you were there for how many years, though? I was there for four, and we yeah, had an so ice show. You kept we, running that show all the time, even in the summer. We, well, I was it, always amazed at how you were able to keep that ice. Well, it is it is in indoors, summer. so yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we we kept the building cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they even have ice rinks on cruise ships, which are in the, uh, you know, in the, the Caribbean. So, yeah. anyway. I'll say this, though. It's uh, always fun to work in a uh, local theme park in the summer and have to wear a hoodie. Yeah. When, and you're in your business of, you know, of work because it's, you know, because there's a four ton block of ice in your building. Um, <laughs> but that has nothing to do with Cheap Seat Reviews Live. Um, we will be in a nice, uh, slightly cooled, you know, air conditioned uh, movie theater uh, at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte uh, at the Student Union. There is a parking deck there next to it, physically attached to it. it parking will be free. Like this, this kind of information will be on the website uh, soon, coming soon. Um, uh, but yeah, totally live. So this is what I'm going to explain this again, and I'll explain it probably almost every other episode. Maybe not every episode, but we're literally going to sit down and we're going to watch. I teased the movie last week. I did the intro. I did the info episode uh, in between the last episode and this episode. I have spilt the beans. We are watching Star Crash. Okay, yes, nineteen seventy-eight or seventy-nine Star Crash, starring Margot Mar Marjo Joyner, whatever his name is, and uh, the first ever appearance of David Hasselhoff on film has Christopher Plummer in it. And uh, and you're like, well, gosh, those are actually pretty good actors. I can't wait to see this. Well, neither can we. So we're <laughs> going to watch this movie live in front of you with you in the movie theater. And then the movie we've done. And then the four of us are going to go down and sit in some tables. And then we're going to literally do an episode just like this. 
Yeah. We're just going to only with maybe a little bit more audience. There probably be some, yeah. And, and a lot uh, more clothing. A yeah, lot more clothing. Probably a lot more clothing. Yeah. Yes. Um, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? It might be warm in there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all this is happening. Movies. We're going to start the movie at one podcast around three. Um, yeah. Come, please come. Um, if you want to send me an email uh, and say, Hey, I'm coming or whatever, that'd be great. Uh, or a Facebook message doesn't matter. So please come. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, we will be streaming it live and we'll throw it up on YouTube afterwards. So there you go. So that's it. I'm very excited. Um, I know, um, Steve Everett, however, will not be there. Oh, we weren't able to. No, Steve, Steve will actually be on a cruise performing. I was going to say, can he Skype in? Uh, not over a cruise ship. No. (laughs) Um, so, uh, I, I I did want him to kind of play come and play his song acoustic, which would have been really cool. Yeah, uh, but he is not able to do that. So and that's cool. That's fine. Uh, but we'll have well, we'll have the four of us will be there, and Catherine will be there. Um, By the way, do. folks, Steve does have a lot more other songs that are really really good. So yeah, actually, <laughs> I would highly recommend seeing you know checking out some of his yeah, other absolutely. Stuff as well. Just Steve of, Everett not that right? Yeah, Steve Everett not Just um. Yep. None of them really fit what we wanted with the energy, <laughs> the, the energy I want for this episode. That's why. Yeah. That's why I use this song. Um, plus, he makes reference to Carolina, which is cool. Special thanks goes out to um, Steve Everett because he's awesome. Uh, uh, and um, uh, sight and sound. Well, yeah, and sight and sound, of course. Um, the, and sight and sound will actually be sponsoring the uh, the live, the broadcast, the streaming. So they'll be doing the streaming. And then the, the Sigma Beta chapter of Find Me Alpha Symphonia is actually sponsoring the event. So big awesome. thanks to those guys. Be, uh, much love. Um, so there you I go. I believe it's during Pledge Week, too, isn't it? It could be. I don't know. Uh, not Pledge Week. Rush Week. Yeah. Rush Week. Uh, our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. There'll be some information there. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. Please send your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. And remember, or on behalf of Chad, Corny, Sam, this is Sean saying goodnight. And if you are going to try to drive a dog car, you might want to put some seatbelts in the back for the dog. We're having a spade here.